You're listening to the Elvis Ultimate Fan Channel Podcast, the channel that is devoted 100% to the life and career of the biggest selling recording artist of all time, with your host, Steve Francis. It's the inimitable, incomparable Elvis Presley, shaping up like a fistful of dynamite as... It's a knockout. A honey of a picture full of that Elvis kind of action. Hello and welcome to this episode from Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel. In this episode, I will be talking about the recording sessions for the 1962 movie Kid Galahad. Included in the narrative will be samples of each song recorded at the sessions along with studio chatter, outtakes and fun moments for your enjoyment. By now, Elvis had a proven sales track record and up to 300 demos were often submitted for a single film. That number would then be whittled down to approximately 20 and Elvis would choose which ones he wanted to record. His manager, Colonel Tom Parker, made sure, if at all possible, that the publishing on the 20 demos that Elvis received was owned by their companies, Elvis Presley Music and Gladys Music, ensuring that they got extra profit from the record sales. Nearly all of Elvis's movies had between 12 and 14 songs, but Kid Galahad had only six, meaning that it was an extended play record, or EP for short. The sessions took place at Radio Recorders Hollywood, California, 10 months prior to the film's release. The session personnel consisted of the Jordanaires on backing vocals, Scotty Moore, Tiny Timberl and Neil Matthews on guitars, Boots Randolph played saxophone, Dudley Brooks was on the piano, Bob Moore played the double bass and DJ Fontana and Buddy Harmon doubled up on drums. The sessions began on Thursday, October 26th, 1961 at 6pm. Each song was given its own recording identity, beginning with the letter M, and then a number depending on the order it was recorded. One was for the first song, two for the second, and so forth. Elvis and the band began with the up-tempo, Ruth Batchelor, Bob Roberts number, King of the Whole Wide World. A great deal of time was spent recording this song. In fact, 31 takes were attempted on this first evening, using up three full reels of tape, although not all 31 were complete. It's a huge amount when you consider that on average Elvis and the band could perfect most songs in the studio in around seven or eight takes. Lots of different tempos and arrangements were tried. Here's take three with a little studio chatter included. Somebody go get Charlie O'Kern, please. (laughs) (laughs) Tempo up, drummers. M1, take three. You guys don't get paid anymore if we all go overtime, so let's hurry. Sing when he hasn't got a thing, he's a king of the 
wide world. Come on and sing. Sing, brother, sing. Because a man who can sing when he hasn't got a thing, he's a king. Love the whole wide world. A rich man wants the princess. There are some fantastic Boots Randolph sax solos included along the way. Elvis seemed to be in a rush to get things done from the outset. Maybe he was concerned that only two days studio time had been booked and they wouldn't complete all the songs needed for the soundtrack to his satisfaction. Take 31 was provisionally selected as the master, although he definitely wasn't 100% happy with it. Next up was the Sherman Edwards, Al Davis song, A Whistling Tune. A version of this song had been recorded the previous July at RCA Studio B in Nashville for the film before Kid Galahad, Follow That Dream, but had not been used. Here's take seven, which is incomplete due to, how can I put it, funny circumstances. There you go. M2 take seven. Did you ever notice when the sun goes down Out of nowhere comes a strange and pretty sound It's a whistling tune for walking in the night If you listen, you can hear it in the breeze. <laughs> Takes one and eight were spliced together to make a suitable master. This was then edited down from 3 minutes 16 seconds to 2 minutes 41 for release because the intro was considered too long. It was now midnight and they'd been working for six hours. Recording regulations meant that they had to take an hour-long break. They returned to recording at 1am and began work on another Sherman Edwards, Hal David number, the beautiful ballad, Home is Where the Heart Is. The recording mirrored the same difficulties they encountered earlier with King of the Whole Wide World. Elvis had problems with the phrasing and the correct notes. The early takes are of a slow tempo, which could be one of the reasons why he struggles to complete a full take. I don't know where the hell to come in. And my heart 
By take 15, they had decided to speed it up a little, and engineer Thor Nogar can be heard announcing this over the studio talkback. M3 take 15. The up tempo. is where the heart is and my heart is anywhere you <laughs> by take 21 they were satisfied with the results and moved on to the next song which was the first of three Fred Wise Ben Weissman numbers to be included on the EP it's the breezy up-tempo tune Riding the Rainbow two versions were attempted labeled M4 and MX4 Here's the end of M4 take one, and it's obvious they were undecided on the ending, and you can hear the band rehearsing how to finish the song. The second version, MX4, came next. 
The difference between the two versions comes on the break when Elvis echoes the lines sung by the Jordanaires. This is unusual for an Elvis song, as normally it would be the Jordanaires repeating what Elvis had just sung. The session was moving so fast now that even Thor Nogar got a little confused with the ident numbers. This is MX1 take one, or MX4 take one. They did seven takes of MX4. A composite of MX4 take 7 and the ending of M4 take 9 was spliced to achieve the master. It was now 4.25am when they finished this recording and everyone agreed to finish up for the day and they left to get some rest. The second day's recording began at 4pm Friday afternoon, October the 27th. The second contribution by Fred Wise and Ben Weissman kicked off the session. The delightfully happy feel-good song, I Got Lucky. Again, two versions were done, M5 and MX5. Listen carefully and you'll hear Thorne making an error announcing the ident number again, but this time doesn't correct himself. This is N1, take one. The second version, MX5, followed with only two takes being done. MX5, take one. First take breaking down about halfway through. 
Take 2 was used as the master after 12 seconds had been edited out to tighten it up a little. The first version, M5, serviced later on an FTD release. They then began work on the third and final contribution from the Fred Wise-Ben Weissman partnership. The song was This Is Living. M6, take 7. Just enjoy it all Life has gotta be a ball Take 10 was used on record and movie soundtrack. With all six songs for the EP now completed, Elvis requested they try to re-record the song they had begun the sessions with the previous day, King of the Whole Wide World. After sleeping on the decision to use Take 31, he had changed his mind. It was allocated a new ident number, M7, and they started again. You can hear Elvis's impatience with the band, saying they won't get paid overtime if they take too long completing the recording. Take 4 was used as the master. The Kid Galahad EP was released in August 1962 to coincide with the movie's premiere. It was certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America on March 27, 1992 for sales of 500,000 copies. The featured song from the album, King of the Whole Wide World, received top 40 radio airplay and reached 30 on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart. The EP was number one in the UK for 17 weeks. The movie opened at number nine at the box office when released in the United States. Variety ranked it number 37 on the list of top grossing films of 1962. That's all for this episode from Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel. You can contact me via email at elvistheultimatefanchannel at gmail.com. 
You can also find me on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. My podcasts are available on all good podcast providers, including Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts and iHeartRadio, to name just a few. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will join me next time on Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel podcast. <laughs> <laughs>